This episode of the podcast is presented by Knowing Hospitality, a full-service hotel management and consulting company that works directly with hotel owners and managers to help stabilize their properties and take on projects that are critical to their operation. Knowing Hospitality can be the extra set of hands that you need to make sure your hotel is best positioned for today's environment. Visit knowinghospitality.com to learn more. Now let's get to the podcast. The effect is 50 times better than if we would have just replaced the drywall and just hang some art. Welcome to the Proven Principles Podcast, the show that deconstructs the inner workings of the hospitality industry, breaking down the tools, tips, and tricks that the world's best-run hotels use every day. Here's your host, Adam Knight. My guest today is Christiana Krinn. She's the founder of Perpetuum Designs, an interior design studio based in Chicago that works primarily in the hospitality and restaurant industries. There was something that struck me when we initially spoke about doing an episode. When I asked Christiana what Perpetuum Designs does, she responded with, we convert spaces into memorable experiences. It's this focus on the customer that creates alignment with the vision for a renovation and the outcome, and you can tell when it's done right. I wanted to dive into Christiana's design philosophy, but the conversation turned to talk more about the project management process that she goes through. We all manage projects on a daily basis, but there are methods and best practices that professionally trained project managers use to keep their work on the right track, delivered on time, and that all stakeholders are happy through the process. What was to be an interior design episode turned into a goldmine of ideas that you can use today to make a difference in your project management process. So let's get to it. This is episode 39 of the Proven Principles podcast, Christiana Crin on project management fundamentals. Enjoy. Christiana, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. It's uh, it's good to have you on because I, I think we're going to talk about an interesting discussion. We have an interesting discussion today, interesting topic uh, where we're going to go down the design rabbit hole a little bit, but I also want to yep. touch on the project management side of things. Cause I think that's a, that's a personal interest that I've had for, uh, you know, a long time, even thinking about going to get certified as a project manager. I haven't done it. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of skills in project management that, that the listeners could benefit from. So before giving too much away, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, how you got to where you are? Um, I was born and raised in Transylvania, so um, Halloween is usually an interesting holiday for me, being here in the States. Um, And I traveled to the States uh, 15 years ago. Um, I was young and eager for adventure, and um, I'm actually one of those people that won a visa lottery. So I thought, why not? Um, And then I came and I landed in Detroit, and um, then I said, okay, you know what, if this is the American dream, they can have it. I want nothing to do with it. And then I bought a one-plate ticket to go back. And a friend of mine convinced me to come to Chicago. And I was hooked. And Chicago became my home. Mm -hmm. And um, a few years later, um, I had a job. Just uh, I was working in a chiropractic office. And uh, I wanted to do something different. Um, And I was lucky enough to get a job in in an architectural company. Just as, as an executive assistant, nothing fancy. But I fell in love. I, I knew two weeks in the job that this is where I want to spend the rest of my life. And this is the industry that um, I can make a difference. And uh, this is the industry that uh, can, uh, can you know, I, I find myself doing for, for the rest of my life and uh, doing it well. 
Mm-hmm. And um, funny thing, you mentioned we're going to talk about uh, project management. Um, my first job um, after I um, uh, graduated from the executive uh, assistant position was a project management assistant. And uh, the more I got into it, the more I fell in love and the more curious I got. And I'm that type of person that once once I'm, I'm in love with something, I want to learn and I want to find out every single detail and just everything and anything there is to know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, a few years after I uh, decided that I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to, uh, I have a journalism degree from back home. Uh, but that was not going to happen here in the States. Definitely not. Um, um, I, I did put it to test, though. I uh, had an internship with uh, ABC7 at some point mm-hmm. for about six months. And then uh, that just didn't didn't work out. Uh, it was definitely not for me. So I decided to go uh, and uh, learn design and go back to school. And uh, I always knew once I started this that I'm going to have my own company at some point. And here I am, and this is Perpetuum Designs. And um, you know, I started with residential, and then I moved into commercial, and then it was an accident that I started doing restaurants. But this is it. This is what I am meant to do. That's where you are today. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, and what a great city to be doing design work in and, and architecture work in Chicago. I mean, if if anybody has not been to Chicago, I mean, it's a stunningly beautiful city. And there's even the architecture tour through uh, do. uh through, through downtown right on the river um so you you kind of you it sounds like you, you fell you fell into the right place and you're doing the thing that you were always yes. intended to do oh yes a hundred percent I do not regret it at all yes that's so good um uh, very lucky too a lot of people I think wish that they could have that level yeah. of of fulfillment in where they are and what they're doing um yeah what, can you just give uh, the listeners a little bit of a background on Perpetuum Design? So it's, this is your your company. What do you focus on? Um, the last couple of years, um, I decided that I'm going to take the turn and and do hospitality design. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned before, um, I started with residential. I still do it, um, and it, it's fun um, most of the times. Um, but once I fell into the commercial line of business, um, I found out that I have uh, uh, more room for creativity. And one of the things that I love doing is, um, it's going to sound like bragging a little bit, but I love turning heads. I love when people come in um, and they have to stop when they come in into a space because they have to take a moment to look around and acknowledge what's around them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why uh, restaurants and uh, the hospitality business is uh, the best for it. Um, I love working with murals and I love working with graphic designs on walls and uh, just uh, do unexpected things that people have to stop and, and take a look and think, does this, is this supposed to be here? Well, we're not sure, but it looks fantastic and it's it's shocking. When we so when I 
we got connected, not to, I'm sorry to cut you off, but when we got connected yeah. initially, we, we did our, our, an introduction call. You showed me some images of a restaurant you were working on at the time yeah. with a big yeah. mural on it. What was, which restaurant was that? Cause I'd love to link to it in the show so people can see what you're talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Uh, so I am finishing the two restaurants that I'm doing right now that I'm finishing and um, we were a little bit behind it. And uh, this goes back to project management mm. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so one is called the Hibarito Stop. It's a Puerto Rican cuisine. And it's in Pilsen neighborhood, Chicago. And the other one is a brand new concept. You won't find this on the map. And there, uh, there's no reference on social media yet. It's a brand new restaurant. Uh, it's the second restaurant that is being opened by this owner. We are not done yet. Uh, it's called La Marimba. And it's a Mexican cuisine restaurant. Okay. And they are totally different concepts, but equally as fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll link to the first one in the show notes. I'll I'll find it and put it up because it was I think what you were talking about initially with doing murals and having striking design that it's you could talk about it all day, but you got to see it. Oh yeah. And that's actually, that's sure. probably interesting about what you do is like, it's, it could be really hard, I think, to explain, uh, something so visual, especially if it's kind of like in your head, getting those, yeah. getting yeah. those words out in a way that people understand what you're trying to do, uh, I imagine is tricky sometimes. Um, it is, but you know what I did, um, I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been in the uh, design industry for 10 years. Uh, my company will be now five years old um, in March, April, April. Uh, but I have learned that I, you have to adapt. Mm. And one of the things that I started doing, um, and I've been doing it successfully for uh, the last couple of years, is um, in my proposals, I usually include um, photoshopping. So um, I do it myself sometimes. and. Um, um, depending on the workload, uh, sometimes I source it out, but I do offer, um, I have to offer photoshops um, of the place. So what I do is I go in, I take photos of the space, and instead of doing renderings, which is much more expensive and much more, um, you know, I, w I, I don't want to say realistic, but um, when you Photoshop something into an, ex if it's an existing space and if there's furniture, it's so much more easier to just mm -hmm. Photoshop. And this gives the client um, an understanding of what I mean and what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've been grateful for is that every time, you know, that I present, uh, I, I do the mood boards, I do the, uh, the detailed um uh, spreadsheets with the, all the furniture, the uh, labor, the contractors, all of that. When they get to the last pages and they get to the photoshops and they get an idea um, of how it's going to look, um, that's where they usually tend to spend the most time. Um, you know, they they flip through the pages and the, once they get to the, to the end of it, they just take it and they take it all in. And um, that's that's how I, I can say that I have been successful. Doing Photoshop, it helps. Couldn't agree with you more. I think about a lot of the restaurant redesigns and the, the concept changes that I've done. In particular, I mean, because it's so transferable into the food and beverage space. But in the hotels that I've worked with over the years, you know, putting together the, the financial projections 
you know, you spend, we spend so much time making sure that the numbers line up and that everything makes sense. And you do a good market analysis and you understand what's going on and maybe talk to some customers and you got all this data and you put it into a presentation and everyone just sort of looks at it and glosses over it. And then you get to the food pictures about the concept that you're trying to bring into the place about the, the style of food and what the mood is. Uh, and that's where everybody usually spends most of their time focusing on. It's pretty powerful, the, the imagery. It's, so I guess it's a good way of saying, like anybody who's listening, if you are struggling to get your, your vision or your idea across, maybe you have a boss that, that you're, you're working with on this, sometimes finding visuals that make sense to what you're presenting is a very effective way of getting uh, buy-in to what you're trying to do. A hundred percent. And we were ta- you mentioned cost. Um, I think that people have this uh, um, idea that whatever they are planning to do in a space, it's going to cost an arm and a leg, or it's going to cost uh, so much that they, um, they, they're not even considering it. Um, I know that there are other designers and other decorators and, uh, you know, space specialists out there that, um, you know, to have a consultation and just to, to get like a few pointers, you know, um, get a little bit of direction. It's not going to cost that much. Mm-hmm. And today we all have to learn to adapt to whatever we have. Like we were talking about the Puerto Rican restaurant, the Hibarito Stop. Mm-hmm. We literally had under $30,000 budget for that restaurant. And we turned it around. We have new furniture. Um, you know, we made compromises here and there. And yes, if you're going to go and um, take a magnifying glass and just kind of poke around, you're probably going to see flaws uh, just because um, we had to compromise on like some walls ne- needed new drywalls. We didn't have the budget for that. So you know, I did murals on walls to uh, trick the eye mm. into not seeing those uh, imperfections. Um, if you're going to look close, you're, yeah, you're going to probably see that the drywall um, was not changed. But when you go in and even when you sit close to a wall, you're not going to see that because, you know, there's that mural over there and it tricks the eye and mm. it's so well executed. And the cost of doing that was 10% of the cost that would have had to be put in to do all the changes with the drywalls and the repainting. And, um, you know, we just hired a local artist. Um, I did the graphic design. I knew exactly what I wanted to to have on there. And, um, you know, the effect is 50 times better than if we would have just replaced the drywall and just hang some art. And um, I think that it was, this was a, a perfect case of, you know, yes, I'm, I, I think I'm a good project manager in terms of like putting numbers together. I don't supervise the, the construction and things like that. But when it comes to numbers, um, I know how to, uh, I learned how to put like visual effects um, where they count the most. So I like, um, I like that. The, um, uh, and, and stretching the dollar, making like yeah. making uh, wise decisions based off of a budget. I think, you know, it's, it would be, the other side of it's true. I mean, it'd be very easy for someone in your position to say, you only have $30,000 for this space. Can't be done. You know, I can't do it. 
Oh, you can't course. do the work, right? It yeah, be, it's because you want to get a bigger project. You want to do a bigger job. You want to make sure you get the best of the best, whatever you're buying. Of course. But a lot of places, especially these days, hotels and restaurants simply don't have that kind of money. Um, a lot of them don't have the money in good times, let alone right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so doing things that, to your point, trick the eye, that that they can be very impactful for the customer. Um, and and probably get them some unintended social media, positive social media um, attention too, right? Think like Instagrammable walls and that kind of thing. Like that's, that is, is it safe to say that that is uh, a direction that design is definitely moving in? Maybe it's already moved in that direction. It it did, it did. At least I know I'm doing it and I'm doing it with every space uh, that I'm doing. Um, and, uh, you know, we were talking about, uh, uh, you know, accent walls and, um, again, budget stretching. Um, in this particular space, uh, since we're talking about it, the uh, Hibarito stop, um, I have a corner where I have um, some grass coming out the wall. Um, it's tall, of course. Uh, it's a mixture of uh, plastic plants and uh, silk plants. Um, that I bought from uh, from the internet, and um, I was sourcing out. Uh, I was trying to source out uh, the job of installing uh, those plants on the wall, and I couldn't find anything or anyone that was, um, you know, affordable. So um, I went. I bought a staple, and um, I went and I started stapling the plants myself. Mm. And um, uh, it's funny because I spent a lot of time there doing a lot of crafting myself and just making sure everything is in place. And, um, uh, you know, you have to work the budget. Um, and, um, I was seeing customers, uh, coming out. You're not supposed to, you're not allowed to sit in and eat, dine in, but you, they were open for the public all the time. Um, uh, during this time, they were only closed when we had to install floors or when we had like a lot of uh, construction to do. But um, I saw people coming in and I saw their reaction, not necessarily to what I was currently doing at the time because people didn't, it was a mess. No one understood what exactly am I doing with that wall. But I got to see people's reaction to the murals, to the new light, to everything that has changed since the last time that they were there. And, you know, we're all in this for the money, of course. We have to make a living and we, we decided to go in business to make a profit. But that's not what this is about or it shouldn't be all about the money. The the reward that you have at the end, the reaction that you get from people. Um, I know my customer is happy in the end and I know that uh, their customers are going to be happy to come into this space and that's my reward. Um. I love that. I want to switch gears and talk a little bit about project management. <clears throat> yeah. And it's, you, you alluded at the beginning, you said that, I mean, it's, a, it's something that you've, you've found your calling with it a little bit. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people will have a project that they need to see to completion. I mean, any, any, any just about any job in any industry is at some point you're going to have yeah. to kind of see through something big, but Talk a little bit about the difference between the skills uh, that you learn by going through a project management certification and just being responsible for seeing something through to the end. Because I feel like 
I feel like you could stumble your way through managing a project or you could go methodically through a process that would make it a lot easier for you. So can you maybe describe a little of bit? Of course. So uh, what I'm going to say, um, the most important thing um, when you get uh, a certification for project management, uh, yes, you have to go through some courses that will um, explain in in a lot of details what's expected to happen on a job. And those certifications come in place for a reason. Um, anyone can play the role of being a project manager, yes. Um, but someone that hasn't gone through the process of uh, getting that certification, um, they're going to come across problems that they ha- they will have no idea how to fix. Mm. Um, Going through the process of getting certified um, doesn't only teaches you how to supervise um, specific jobs and how to make sure that the little jobs are done correctly, um, but they teach you how everything needs to come in a, um, in a and and be under the same plan. Uh, you have budget. You have uh, you have to to have extraordinary people skills. You know how you have to learn when to yell and when to look the other way and go in a different direction. Um, you also have to uh, understand that um, um, it's funny because you're doing project management with uh, little, um, a bunch of little companies or little individuals that perform specific jobs. But in project management, a lot of times you have to uh, manage the, the owner also who may come with um, changes in the middle of a project and throw you in a totally different direction and you will have to explain that with all of this it will cost more it will take much more time and you have to um it you have to be trained to to know everything that's going to happen everything that's on paper and everything that's on paper is going to have to be um, realistic in real time Mm -hmm. so you are going to have to explain all of this to the owner and a lot of times the owners are going to come and they're going to say i like what you do or i like where this is heading but i want to change i was thinking and i want to change this and this and that um a lot of times the clients will play um will get into the design role um Mm. or the architectural role and they would you know come with with things that are not realistic Mm -hmm. so um Going through the process and uh, uh, learning how to how to do project management will be beneficial first for the client, second for the person that hires you. That's not always the client, uh, the end user of the space. It can be an architect, it can be a uh, even a general contractor, um, a designer. Um, I sourced out projects before and. Um, some companies I was lucky to to work with, and some companies it was just a big headache, and I had to micromanage everything on top of them. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, you know, it just happened. But um, learning the process um, and going through go, going through the certification program um, it helps a hundred percent. Plus, it gives you the confidence that you know what you're doing, and that's a huge, huge plus. Yeah, no, I imagine it is. I mean, it gives you the confidence to be able to relay information in a very um, structured and methodical way. It it really probably helps your thought process at the same time. Of course, 100%. Is there anything in particular that you, 
I mean, I know obviously you learned a lot going through the process, but is there something that really surprised you when you went through it that you thought you knew, but maybe you were completely wrong about? Um, how to get organized better on paper. A hundred percent. Learning the uh, production schedule and putting the, the construction schedule and the project schedule itself. This was something that I couldn't live without right now. Um, and it doesn't matter if I'm project managing um, something or I'm just even doing design. I know exactly what I need to do. Um, even if I'm not a project manager, I know exactly what to put um, in application. And at the end, when I'm done with my part, I take everything I have and I pass it on to the project manager or or the um, general contractor. And they have a sched- They have my schedule. They know when my furniture is coming. They know. Um, you know, how everything is supposed to fall in place. And Mm -hmm. when I I am expected to start uh, putting the last details in place, like the core, um, the light fixtures and the the decor pieces are usually Mm -hmm. the last to come um, after the furniture. So, Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, I like the way that that you present that. I think that's probably something that a lot of people could benefit from. Is just is simply that way of of being able to to visualize the steps that are involved and then put them together in a way that makes sense. That's how, that actually that visualization is really hard for a lot of people to do. Um, it's hard maybe in the beginning, but I'm gonna. Um, I am convinced that if whomever I'm working with and whomever is in in this business uh, or this industry, if this is a this is something that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. You have to learn it at some point because it makes your life so much easier. And I am, um, it, it feels good when other people um, appreciate all the effort that I'm putting into it. Yes, 100%. But at the end of the day, I have to say that this is what makes my life easy. And because I am so detailed into explaining everything as best as I can, and it may take a little bit longer to do it, to put it on paper and to to go like bullet points and, you know, spreadsheets and all of that. But no one ever comes at the end of the project or in the middle of the project to ask me, what did you mean by that? Or, you know, we had this schedule um uh, for a certain date and um you know we were running a little bit behind um you know can we make some changes or you know can you can you adjust a little bit like i'm very clear we can but it's going to cost you because i have my people scheduled and you had like everyone had a schedule and this happens it happens it it happens people come to me because they're behind um i'm i'm almost never behind and if I fall behind with something, um, I fall behind with something because of uh, furniture uh, vendors that, you know, with COVID, it was a nightmare this year. But I don't I don't like falling behind because that's going to cost me money mm-hmm. and that's going to cost me time and headaches. And um, I have a, a little bit of OCD um, on, on the way that I work. And, you know, if I don't have some uh, if I don't have an answer that it's going to keep me awake at night. Mm-hmm. and you know, I have to, I'm going to make a hundred phone calls to, to learn how I can get out of it. And it's just the way I am. So yeah. I like to be detailed and I think that the client appreciates it also. So there's no doubt about it. Uh, there's, there's no doubt having been on the other side, you know, 
managing projects uh, for and hiring somebody like yourself to to see it through, <clears throat> having the person who's actually heading up the project be organized and you know have all of their their eyes dotted, t's crossed, makes my life easier because I don't have to manage the project manager. Yes, exactly, and um, that's the thing. If I do from a design phase, if I'm organized, um, even the project manager's life is going to be so much easier. And, you know, I always leave room, um, to be honest, depending on the size of the project, I always leave a week or two. um, I stretch it out just because um, I usually like to be ahead of time. But if anything happens, I want to have a little room to wiggle with. And if I have a good schedule in place, then everyone knows what it's supposed to do. And it's something always happens. And it's just, let's be realistic. It's life. Things happen. Plan you for work Murphy. With people. That's what we used to yes. say. <laughs> Plan for yes. Murphy. Yes. Yes, of course. And, uh, but, but this works. If I'm good and if I'm, if I'm um, detailed from the, the beginning then everyone's life is easier and they don't come back to bug me and take time off of my day to to explain to them and to just hold their hands through it. And, you know, if they make a phone call, then it's a yes or no answer. And that's it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I try to do my best to be as detailed as possible. So you've been around uh, hospitality now for quite a long time. You You, yeah. you see how... Uh, people can get stuck in the day-to-day. They get very busy with different things that are going on. Um, Always little mini issues to deal with everywhere. Um, But if you could give people in the industry, whether they're in hotels or restaurants, a piece of advice on how to get better at just planning the little things, the little projects that they deal with on a daily or weekly basis, or maybe they have a quarterly goal that they're trying to achieve. Is there something that you learned through the project management process that might be transferable to other people 100%. that they that would like make it better for them instantly? I'm going to refer back to the schedule. Put it on paper. Put a pin a date to it or a time to it. And if this is a, a to do list, uh, it helped me get organized. To do lists with time frames with with dates on them have a deadline. I respond really well to deadlines. And um, as I said, maybe I'm a little OCD about uh, certain things, um, but I wouldn't change anything for the world. Um, putting putting it on a calendar and um, I know that, um, uh, I don't know the name of it, but uh, salespeople have this, um, um, like, I think it's called CRM mm-hmm. system. Yep. And yep. it's something, see, I don't know uh, much about it, but um, I know that there are different apps and different programs that can um, just alert you to uh, something that's coming up. Um, I'm I'm old-fashioned in this way. Um, I'm still with my calendar, with my phone calendar. My mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm an Apple user, so everything um, is connected. You know, and no matter where I go, um, it it pops up. But um, calendars um, and to-do lists. They might be old-fashioned, but they work. And mm-hmm. uh, I find that, that uh, they don't only work for me, but they work for everyone, no matter mm-hmm. what type of system you're using. Um, just put it on paper. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Make sure you get to it. Give yourself a deadline. 
And we're talking about professional people because anyone that would do this, they didn't get to where they are today without, um, you know, being persistent and without having discipline um, with themselves. So um, being organized in your to-do daily tasks, um, it, it helps everyone, everyone. Yeah, I love that. Such great advice. Um, Christiana, if people want to get a hold of you, uh, learn a little bit more about professional design uh, or see some of your projects that you've worked on in the past or that you're working on now, what's a good place for them to go? Um, well, if they just Google Perpetuum Designs, um, I will pop up. Okay. And uh, there's a bunch of pictures on Google. Um, there's also a link to my website, uh, which is simple Perpetuum Designs. Uh, the website, ha- however, hasn't been updated in quite some time. I'm working on it and mm-hmm. uh, I'm hoping that uh, it will be done in the next month or so. Um, Instagram uh, is where I, I go um, almost every day or twice a week. And then I would, uh, I would show... Um, there's like construction sites over there uh, sometimes and uh, or, you know, a, a new mood board or a color palette or um, we just uh, had a contract that was finished in Miami recently. Um, and uh, we got some pictures back from the architect. We never got the name of the client, which is fine. Um, I was contracted just to do the interior design um, and the visual part. Mm-hmm. And um, we just got the final photos and it, it's on Instagram. And I have a little before and after and it's uh, it turned out better than I expected. So That's so good. Okay, well, I'll be sure to link to Perpetual website through the show notes and your Instagram on the show notes. So if anybody wants to see your work, uh, they can just go right there. But this was this was really helpful, Christiana. Thank you so much for being on. And I think this uh, project management in particular, especially with what we're dealing with these days in the industry, uh, is an area that deserves uh, more focus and can help a lot of people. So thanks for sharing your tips today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. This was my episode with Christiana Grin. You can see more of her work on Instagram at Perpetuum Designs. I'll link to her profile in the show notes. You can see the full interview on YouTube. Just search The Proven Principles Podcast. And if you want to learn more about the show, just visit our website, theprovenprinciplespodcast.com. Finally, if you need help with a business strategy or just need someone to talk to about a tough problem in your hotel or restaurant, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can book a free call with me by going to knowinghospitality.com slash contact. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. For past episodes, show notes, or if you've got a story that might make a great episode, head on over to theprovenprinciplespodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, even on YouTube. And if you haven't already, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Thanks for listening to The Proven Principles Podcast.